Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, the Fluff Brendan and the Star Catherine, the Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at the Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at the Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... What's going on, people? We're back again. I know, two podcasts in two days. What the fuck? Yeah, so tell them about the changes we're going to be making. So, new year, new us. Before we get into some wrestling, changes. Wednesdays will only be Dynamite. Fridays, be a quick little episode about Rampage. And then Saturday will be Collision. We will talk about the night, the cards that night while reviewing the show from last week. So yeah. And we're going to do a news episode once a week on Monday hopefully. So. New things. More content. And it's spread out. So yeah. You get to deal with us four times a week. Five with pay-per-views. Yeah. Is that a bad thing, though? No. I mean, we are pretty awesome. Yeah, we are. But we talked about wrestling news yesterday, so we're just going to skip that. You can go listen to that if you want. If not, oh well, I guess. You do you. Fuck you, then. Ah! But, yes, so... We're just talking about Dynamite tonight. Or, not tonight, but today. So, Mother, as always, you have the notes. Because I'm not a good note-taker. And you are. Yes. Yes. So, before we get into it, 25 years ago today, Chana historically became the first woman to enter the Royal Rumble. Shout out to China. How does a country in the Hall of Fame? How does a country get into the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Not the <for> country. <laughs> it is the seventh wonder of the world, or the eighth wonder of the world. I think they called her. I know. I was just being a smart. The piss out of Jericho to win the intercot uh, the the IC title one time. It was funny as hell. They need to let let Rhea versus Gunther happen. 
that actually might be a good match. Huh. You should put that up on the Twitter and put it as a poll. I'll do it. Because you never do anything I ask you to do. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I haven't got around to that yet. When we get done recording, I'll do it, okay? Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Dynamite from last week came to us live from North Charleston, South Carolina. Beautiful city. Lots of history. And our opening match start off with everybody's favorite father of the year, Christian, versus Dustin Rhodes. Two old dudes going at it. Ah. Okay, so they are kind of old. It was a good match, though. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So the match was good, and due to um, unforeseen circumstances, we were in the Rickabone zone. Shivani was sick. So, I like Rickabone on commentary. I think he does better work with Caprice Coleman. Yeah. But, I mean, I enjoyed him with Taz and Excalibur. You knew there was going to be fuckery in this match. Hey! We have to, like, kind of hurry up. We're going to skids between 2 and 2.30. Okay. Just thought I would let you. I guess your Nana just texted you and told, yep. told you we were going to lunch. Yep. Okay. When then we can go through this. So, you knew there was going to be fuckery because, you know, Christian came out with his crew. And plus you had dipshit rep in there. Christian wasting no time on uh, wasting time on the top rope as he jumps off. Dustin moves. They begin to exchange blows on their knees. Dustin hits the bulldog for a two count. Christian with a boot to Dustin. Dustin with a Canadian destroyer on Nick Wayne, which looked fucking awesome. Christian going to the going for the spear lands the spear, hits the kill switch, only gets a two count. So he's like, fuck this shit, I'm going to hit it again. He does another kill switch and gets the pin. I enjoyed the match. I mean, Dustin still can still go. I mean, I know there's rumors of, like, he's going to slow down and retire soon. Yeah. I, 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 I could see if, like, he says 2024 is going to be his last year. I could see Tony Khan giving him, like, a TNT title run for a little bit. Maybe. But all I know is that Christian is doing great work and Adam Copeland's doing great work. And are we going to get them at Revolution? Yes, we are. Because they... Technically, it's one-to-one. In actual matches, it is one-to-one. We don't talk about the bullshit that happened... After their match at World's End. It will be. Mono. Imano. I don't know what type of match she'll have at Revolution. But. It'll be a fucking banger. 
but uh, I don't care. They didn't even got to announce the card. It's already sold out. I'm going to be there. I'm going to get to see fucking Will Ospreay in person. Yes! You know I will control myself. In person? Nobody ask you, fuckhead. Shut up. Moving <laughs> on. Next, we get a swerve promo with Renee Paquette. And he says that he has eyes everywhere, says Hangman is impeccable. Said if God opened up the clouds above us and he came down from the heavens and everybody was to face him on earth, I think Hangman would have a chance. But he still couldn't beat me. I have beat him twice now. I have no reason to do it again or nobody to prove it to. He'll hang, uh, he'll swerve is fucking awesome. Oh, no. The moment when Renee mentioned Hangman, you just see his smile go. That's some fucking level of hate that I want to be on for some people. Like, you mentioned their name. Uh, you just flip a switch and, like, fuck this guy. Fuck him. Just fucking fuck Yeah, I can do that. Like, damn. I really hate this fucking guy. The only bad thing is either they're going to set up a swerve hangman match or they're going to set up a three-way, which we'll talk about later. But your thoughts just on the promo alone? I thought it was good. Swerve is fucking great, and he needs to win the title at Revolution. Moving on, we get another promo from Chris Jericho. And he says the belts were stripped from him and Sammy Guevara, and he blames Don Callis and Takesha and Hobbs. Uh, uh, can we get this shit over with? I'm tired of this Jericho and Don Callis shit. Let Takesha go after the international title. And boom. I would like to see Takesha and Hobbs become AEW Tag Team Champions. I wouldn't mind seeing them take it off um, Starks and Big Bill. But Hobbs... Hobbs should be Eddie for the Ring of Honor title. Oh, the Continental Classic? No, just... Well, sure. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, can I finish the Jericho promo? Yeah, I'm just tired of the Jericho and Don Callis shit. It's been going on for too long. Long-term booking, as you tell me. Yeah, it's not good long-term booking. Oh, hello, J.J. What? Oh. Jericho says he gets to use something on him for revenge. Bob Dwyer baseball bat, pizza cutter. Says that he is going to seek and destroy his ass. Can I seek and destroy to catch his ass? Maybe. If you want That's to. That's a friend. Then Matt Sidell comes up and says Jericho is losing it and it sets up a match for them on Rampage. Oh, then next we go back to the ring and we have a tag match. Oh, God, dear Jesus. Shoot me now. We Orange have a Cassidy. tag match between Trent Beretta and Orange Cassidy versus Commander and Penta. The only good thing about Orange Cassidy is his theme song. This is the first time that Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta have teamed together. I didn't know that. And I put in my notes, we already know Commander and Penta will carry this match. No, OC Penta 
and Commander will carry this match. We get OC and Penta starting off. Penta with round kicks to Orange Cassidy's legs. Penta stops Orange Cassidy from doing his DDT spot. Commander flies through the ropes, takes out Orange Cassidy outside the ring. Penta with a beautiful sling blade on Orange Cassidy. I mean, deep down inside, I was kind of cheering break his neck. Um, Beretta and Orange Cassidy get the win. Now, have you been noticing Trent Beretta's demeanor? Like, I feel like he's going to turn on best friends. Probably. Your thoughts on all that? Um, Trent just needs to go away and never come back. That's my thoughts on that. Thought the match was good. I care about three of the four people in there. So, yeah. Trent could go back to New Japan. Or so after the match, Trent could go to NXT. After the match, the Undisputed Kingdom comes out. And you know, anytime Matt Taven is on my TV, I am a happy wrestling fan. Roddy wants the international title. Roddy says that Orange Cassidy is afraid that he has nothing left in the tank and he can't help it. I thought Roddy's promo was quite boring. The crowd was chanting, shut the fuck up. And Taz replied, so much for Southern hospitality. Orange Cassidy says, I can get the crowd to shut up and says that we can have the match right now. To, to which Roddy replies, we will do it on March 3rd. Guess who will be there? This girl at Revolution. And Roddy better fucking win. Oh, no. You're an Orange Cassidy fan. You want him to hold that belt. So, no, you are not fucking pulling for Roderick Strong. Yes, the fuck I am. The fuck you will not. Your thoughts on Roddy's promo? He is going to beat the shit out of OC. I'm an OC fan until it comes to Adam Cole, Will Ospreay, Roderick Strong, or Kyle O'Reilly, and Kenny Omega. Then we go backstage and we get a hangman promo. And um, I have a question. Huh. What's up with all the porn stashes in AEW? The Young Bucks have them. Hangman has it. Roddy has it. I I mean, there's some fine-looking men in AEW from, you know, a woman's perspective. There's some nice, I... nice-looking men. Including Nona. Um, But, yeah, why are we going with the porn stashes? Is that a new phase? New trend? I... Why do you think I haven't shaved yet? Because of I shave this neck beard type thing that's going on where this little fucking patch won't grow. Then I'll have a pedo stash and it'll look weird. And I don't want to look weird. I look weird already. It's just part of my personality. You got the Amish thing going on. Yeah. Oh, so he says that he cared about the world title and that he holds it with reverence. And that 2024, he will win it, he'll make it his, and he'll put his name on it. Okay. Then we get a segment um, with Mark Briscoe, because it was one year ago on January 17th that we lost Jay Briscoe to a car accident. This kind of made me tear up, 
It was great to see his niece walk out on her own after being told that she'd never walk again. And they did a wonderful tribute video for Jay. Thoughts on that? It still, like, doesn't feel real that he's... Like, it's still weird to me. And I don't know if it's because, like, we saw him less than a month later. Just a little bit over a month before. My bad. Before he died. And, like, yeah. that was one of his final matches. Yeah. So, like, it's still a bit weird that he's dead. From when we That's saw him at WrestleCade to when he died. That was, yeah. like, less than a month. Maybe just over a month. Mm-hmm. So. Bit weird. Then we have a Young Bucks promo. <clears throat> it's a sit-down with Renee. Petty Young oh. Bucks are back, baby. Nick asks if, if Renee can show more respect and call them by their God-given names of Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. Says if they are executive vice presidents and it's time to take the job more serious. Renee mentions their meltdowns and rumors, and Matthew interrupts her. Rumors? Rumors? You want to go there, Renee? I know what rumors you're referring to. You don't believe any of that, do you? It's not true the things they say about us are right about us. Then he proceeds to ask Renee, what would you do to protect your life's work? What would you do to protect your baby? What would you be willing to lose? I know my answer. Hell yeah, I would do it all over again. <clears throat> then he proceeds to say, you got your paycheck this week, right? You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't know the young boy signed the paycheck. I thought someone else signed their name to those paychecks. Hey, they're taking their EVP roles very seriously now. And they're like, hey, TK, we'll take some pressure off your back and we'll sign the checks for now. Then Renee shifts the conversation to talk about Sting. And Matthew says that they are out with the old and in with the new. And that they were doing that, and somewhere along the way, they lost their way. The culture shifted, and toxicity crept into the locker room, and the perspective of the company became different. Excuse me. They started leaning on yesterday's self-serving, superficial, cancerous start. Says Sting is none of those things. He is great role model employee. It's about what he represents. He's the last of a dying breed. The image of Sting is not aligned with what we want here in AEW. So we have to say goodbye to Sting and everybody like him. And then that, uh, Nicholas says, as MVPs, we'll pull some strings. We got healing on Bucks back, so you just know they're about to go on a fucking generational run. <laughs> Because heel bucks are the best bucks. Our next match, we have the Gates of Agony with Brian Cage versus the Bullet Club Gold uh, featuring Jay White and the Guns for the Ring of Honor Six-Man Tag Team Championships. 
It's bang bang gang time. The match was good. Bishop Khan needs a singles push. We get White and Toa starting off. White with some hard chops on Toa. Toa takes down White. Knees to the back of White, who is isolated. Then Khan comes in. White hits a dragon screw on Bishop Khan. The guns then have Khan isolated. Then Brian Cage gets in. He takes down Austin. And the Bullet Club Gold gets the win. Your thoughts on the match? Um, it was decent. Uh, yeah, and that's all I have to say. But I do have a theory about what happens next. All right, shoot it. Well, you have to get into the claimed and Bullet Club Gold stuff. Oh, I didn't write that down. Did that happen? Oh. Anyways, Bullet Club Gold and the acclaimed formed a super team called the Bang Bang Scissor Game. And hear me Ooh. out. It's not going to last long. Jay White and the Guns are going to turn on them. And at Revolution, via trios match, they'll uh, combine the titles with both Ring of Honor and the AEW Tag Titles. Trios tag types. I wouldn't be upset with that, but yet again, as I stated before, the acclaim is losing their appeal, and they have to tag. Where? Where are they losing it at? Where are they losing it at? Excuse me, I am talking. Where? Where are they losing it at? You interrupted me, which is very rude. You. Not when you're and making bullshit claims. My thought. Sure, go ahead. So the Bullet Club goal has more bang than the acclaim because the acclaim is losing their pop. And EK can't help himself because he lost some acclaim. Honey, you got to get over this. He tethered them bitches to my boys in Bullet Club Gold to try to make them get their popularity back. It ain't gonna work! Except okay, it did work because if you listen to the crowd on Wednesday, they were all chaining Bang Bang Scissor Game. But no, their pop is gone. Mm-hmm. Their pop, the, the Acclaims pop is gone. They're not, in Orange Cassidy's the same way. They're not getting the cheers and the reactions. They yes, they to. are. You just hate them. So you choose to tune it out and think that it's dead. But no. It's not. Your yelling is giving me a migraine. Well, come on. On top of the migraine I've already had having to deal with your father. Well, bring up actual facts and not bullshit. I'll be able to bring up actual facts. You just don't know. I am the facts queen, bitch. (laughs) Not on this. Anyway, moving on. on. Our our next match features Anna J versus the new women's signing of AEW won Virtuosa Diana Parazu. Very nice. And we get the one and only timeless Tony Storm on commentary. 
And her sitting there rubbing Riccoboni's head and feeding him macaroons were crazy. And she thinking he was Tony Schiavone. Mm-hmm. I said the match was decent. Anna has improved some, but not as much as others. Deanna gets the win. Then Renee goes to the ring for an interview. Deanna says she don't know what has gotten into Tony Storm and that she has changed, but so has she. And that Tony Storm has never gotten in the ring with the Virtuosa. Then Storm grabs the mic and says, technically speaking, you are an artificial tan hag. Their match is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on the match and the promo after? Deanna's great, and Deanna versus Tony Storm is also going to be very great. You think they're going to set that up at Revolution or wait? Oh, yeah. Next, we have Top Flight going against Private Party. It's great to see Mark Quinn back. We get Isaiah and Darius starting off. Quinn and Dante get in the ring. Dante with a side headlock as Quinn keeps going after Dante's ankle and foot. Um, You can tell Quinn needs to knock the rust off, but he didn't look as bad as I thought he was going to look in the ring. Isaiah hits a nice crossbody. There wasn't that many high-flying spots in this match as I thought between the two. Um, That's probably due to this being Quinn's first match back. And Mark Quinn picks up the pin with the help of the top rope. Hey, all is fair in war. And if the referee doesn't see it. I think the uh, tag division is starting to be rebuilt. And I'm kind of liking it. I wouldn't mind seeing Private Party as tag team chips. No, neither would I. What did you drop? I didn't drop anything. And we move on to our final match of the night featuring Hook <laughs> versus Samoa Joe. Good match. The Hook signal is great. Whoever idea it was for the Hook signal, they need a raise. I do like the Hook signal. I thought the match was really good. Hook's improved some. Um, Hook goes right after Joe with right hands, which is smart. Joe throws him off. Then he sends Hook to the outside of the ring. Hook got in some good offense. Joe finally begins to beat the shit out of Hook. But Hook doesn't give up, and he continues to fight back. Joe gets the win, and Hook tells him to come back into the ring. They fight some more. Hangman comes out for the save on Hook. And then Hangman is standing in the ring. He stares down Joe. And then we see Swerve and Prince Nana in the crowd who are staring down Hangman. Are we getting a three-way at Revolution? And that's not the three-way I want. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But I don't know. I think I would kind of rather see Swerve and Joe fight like single yeah like I don't know why and this is another thing Hangman's his boy so you gotta throw Hangman in these boring ass matches either Hang and Swerve or Swerve and Joe 
And like Swerf said, he done beat Hangman twice. He got nothing else to prove. Your cat is strange. Why? What's he doing? Just the way he calms up the cat thing. <laughs> um, a lot of people were complaining and thought that maybe Taz should interfere in this match and help Hook out after Hook got his ass kicked. But like good fathers, they let their sons get their ass kicked to teach them a lesson. Uh huh. Sometimes the best way to learn stuff is getting your ass kicked. I bet Hook now knows not to go around fucking with Samoa Joe again. Yeah, I don't think I would be calling out Samoa Joe anytime soon, but the match was much better than what I expected. The match did exactly what it needed to do. It showed that Hook We'll be in the main event scene one day. And it showed that, yes, so Moa Joe will be a dominant champion. Yeah, it basically elevate, elevated Hook and, show, and showed Joe's dominance. And that's what everybody wanted, right? Yep, and it did exactly that. And the way they did it was fucking great. But this match had no build. Why is Hook getting a title shot? That's bullshit. It did have build if you paid attention to Collision. Hook called him Nobody out. Nobody fucking watches Collision or Rampage, dude. Don't you know that by now? Oh, yeah, my bad. But, you know. Except for us, because we're crazy like that. <laughs> Unless Detroit Lion football is on. But there's and no then... more Saturday football games. The rest are on Sunday. But then we'll watch one on, on the iPad, one on the TV. But we got it covered. Uh-huh. I mean, we got four laptops in the three laptops in the house. Yeah. Two iPads. We got this bitch covered. Two <laughs> TVs. TV. Yeah. Well, two TVs that have direct TV hooked up to it. Yeah, because I had to, I don't have a TV in my room no more. Big Max Max. So, pull up the card for tonight so we can... Uh, Already have. Warlow Trent This should be two minutes, and it should be Warlow just powerbombing the fuck out of Trent Beretta. What did you say? I didn't hear you. Wardlow versus Trent Beretta. Oh, yeah. Wardlow should do, like, three powerbombs, pin him, and it'd be over. Yep. This shouldn't be a match. It should be a domination for Wardlow. Then, your favorite women's wrestler of all time, Thunder Rosa, takes on Red Velvet. Mm. I'm just going to skip that match altogether. Go, Red Velvet! Nobody likes Contarosa! Darby Allen and Sting will be live in Savannah, Georgia for a promo. Savannah, another great city with lots of history. And um, are they going to accept the Young Bucks um, challenge? Probably. Then, your AEW Trios Championships are on the line. 
as the acclaimed defend them against the Mogul Embassy. Hmm. You already know the acclaimed retaining. Yeah, of course. Of course. I would like to see um, the Mogul Embassy win it, though. Then it would set them up as a dominant faction once Swerve wins the title. Mm-hmm. Then we will have the face-to-face -face with Timeless Tony Storm and Deanna Peraza. That's going to be awesome. Tony, honey, keep doing what you're doing. You are rocking this new character, and I so love it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And Penta versus Hangman Adam Page should be a great match. Go, Penta. Jeff Hardy versus Swerve and Oh, we're getting Penta, so that means we're gonna get Alex Abrahantes. So our boys over at Covalent TV one Warner will be so happy. And he just loves Alex Abrahantes. I think TK announced this as the main event already. Right? I'm not sure, but what is it? M Murder Grandpa Monero Suzuki takes on the rated R superstar, Adam Copeland, and his old dudes, and his commercial free. Yeah, that's going to be the main event. And it's going to be awesome watching Murder Grandpa and Adam Copeland go at it. Adam Copeland has been so great in AEW. But I'm no. so happy I got to see him and Edge, uh, Edge and Christian together back in the day. And now I get to see Adam Copeland. Because, I mean, what? I grew up with him, Cena, Orton, somewhat of Brock, kind of. But it was mostly him, Cena, and Orton, and Punk. Yeah. So, I don't know. Seeing Copeland in AEW is fucking amazing. And I still love his fucking intro. You think you know him. On this day... Please let him be at WrestleCade next year. Mm. Don't know what I have to do. Are we going to WrestleCade next year? What do you think? Oh yeah, we gotta cover it for media. Okay, well, that was tonight's card for Dynamite, and we reviewed it. Um, I just want to drop this bomb of news on you before we end the podcast. So, Seth Rollins gave an interview to ESPN and says that they dodged a bullet and that the ACL is intact. So, anybody who knows anything about ligaments in the knee... The ACL is the big one, and the one is good. The MCL will heal with time, and we'll get in there to do some stuff. Check out and do some, or he will check out the PRP and do some rehab. And he says, I'm hoping to be back at full strength in, in around a month. Around a month is like kind of my timeline. We'll see what happens. We're going to take it day to day. I don't want to talk. I don't want to walk into WrestleMania and that be my first match in two to three months, whatever it is. That's not going to be good for me. 
So that's good. He may end up at WrestleMania. <laughs> Cody's getting shafted. Because you already know Punk Seth is a main event. And then Roman's not working Elimination Chamber, is he? Mm, I doubt it. From what I've seen, he isn't. Yeah, so, I haven't heard, but you know. It'll be him, it'll be Roman versus Dwayne in a main event. Cody's never finishing his fucking story. Oh, in an interview to Sports Illustrated, Adam Copeland says the Cope Open was his brainchild and he made the pitch to Tony Khan who supported the idea and got him Minoru Suzuki. So I asked Tony, can we get Suzuki? He said, I'd find out. As soon as he found out, literally as soon as he got off the phone, he advertised it on air. Unaware that the match was official, Copeland first learned about it backstage <laughs> from John Moxley. He goes, I'm sitting in the locker room getting changed, and Moxley says to me, hey, man, it's you and Suzuki next week. So you can only imagine my excitement. Immediately, I'm thinking, I need to cut a promo about it. <laughs> Which he did. If you seen, if you didn't see the promo, go check it out. But, yeah, Adam Copeland's. He's having so much fun in AEW. He fucking loves it. Oh, I got some news to tell you off the air. Okay. Anywho, that's all. Anyhow, that's all for today. We'll be back Friday with Rampage and review Rampage because we'll know what the card is tonight. Mm-hmm. And then we sh- should know what the collision card is for Saturday, kind of. Oh, FTR and Danny House of Black Steel Cage. Cage Elimination Steel Cage match. Yeah. So So that'll be great. We'll dive into that on Saturday when we do our collision review. Mm Mm-hmm. But other than that, we got to get off here. Somebody's got to go put up some dishes. Then we got to get ready to go have lunch with your nana. I'll put dishes. My mother. I'll put dishes up when we get back. Mm-hmm. I will. But anywho, I've still got a shit ton of reading to do. Oh, later. <laughs>